0: By noon, time for the AltaCast here on MutinyRadio.fm. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. I will be joined by LaToya, the sheriff of truth, momentarily. Lots of exciting things going on today. I just signed a petition to tell the Electoral College to reject Trump. She won the popular vote. He shouldn't be the president. Uh, we've got a couple reasons why I shouldn't be the president. First, if you go to our Facebook page, you'll see that everywhere, yay, she's here. Perfect. Absolutely at noon. No, you're perfect. You're perfect. Uh, just letting everybody know that only 49% there, we've reached 24,819 of our goal of 50,000 people to sign the patrician. To tell the Electoral College electors, honor the majority vote and reject Donald Trump. If you go on the Facebook, I just passed it everywhere. Please pass it around to more people. Uh, Here's what they say. This is Credo Action. This is uh, actcredoaction.com. Sign the Trump Electoral College petition. We are gearing up to fight the dangers of a Trump presidency with everything we've got. Today, we have one last long shot at prevailing the most preventing the most dangerous and hateful administration in our nation's history. We hope you'll fight. Uh, help us fight for it. On December 19th, the electors to the Electoral College will cast their ballots to elect the next president. In many states, these electors are not bound by the state's total vote and can choose to vote for whomever they want with little or no legal consequence. Hillary Clinton is likely to win the majority vote by two million votes or more. The electors have a civic duty to elect the candidate chosen by the people, and they have a moral obligation to elect the one who is most fit to serve. There are countless reasons why Trump is unfit to serve as our president and commander-in-chief. Here's a racist who has already installed a white supremacist in one of our top positions in his White House, a misogynist who has bragged about sexual assault, and a bigot who plans to deport, uh, surveil, and harass millions of people because of their religion and or skin color. His hate doesn't technically disqualify him for serving, but it should be top of mind for electors as they consider their vote. In addition, the electors should consider the following when casting their votes. One, Clinton won the majority vote. With millions of absentee and mail-in ballots yet to be counted, it appears Clinton could win the majority by more than two million votes. The electoral college designed by the framers to protect southern slave states is outdated, unnecessary, and wholly unfair. In just the last 16 years, two candidates won the popular vote, Al Gore and Hillary Clinton. They have not served as president. In fact, in the last six out of seven presidential elections, Democrats won the popular vote, although Republicans have claimed electoral college victory in three. The will of the people is being subverted by a broken and biased system that doesn't count everyone's vote equally. Right? Latoya, you look, you look great today. That, that blue Dang. shadow is like electric. It's <laughs> electric, like electric
1: blue. Yeah. Um... Keep going. Sorry. Yeah,
0: don't be blue. We can I'm fight. I'm trying
1: I'm trying not to be blue.
0: Right? Is there a hope there's a hope? Sign the petition. Uh it is scary though that the the electoral college system exists and if she does win the popular vote by two million votes how could she possibly not be the president
1: and that's the thing this is what's going to hurt like a lot of young voters in the future and minority voters because they're going to feel like their vote actually doesn't count because it doesn't yeah and you know you're not going to have as big of a turnout you know
0: as we should because of the electoral college vote because everyone knows their vote is meaningless and the more that we continue that by not having the popular vote elect the president the more we just build distrust into our own system constantly right. it's like I mean, we are, I mean, apathy we build apathy you, the thing is
1: you know we already have both you know people who either if you're republican or democrat or whatever we we don't we We we're unified this way. We don't trust the system, so I I guess that's the unification there. Yeah, (laughs) we can galvanize on the concept that we don't trust them. We don't trust them. So I mean, but the fact that matters, especially with electoral, it's funny that you it mentioned a Gore because yeah, yeah, you know, it's the same thing. I guess it's not the same thing over again because he kind of. It is, but we know,
0: maybe we're used to it. We're used to it. Maybe that's what it is. It's not shocking to us. Here's the second reason widespread and international voter suppression aimed at people of color. Since the Supreme Court gutted the Voting Rights Act in 2013, many Republican-controlled state legislators have enacted measures like eliminating and reducing early voting, as well as enacting discriminatory photo ID requirements and restrictions on voter registration to keep Democratic and minority voters from the polls. In Wisconsin, where Clinton lost by only 27,000 votes, 300,000 eligible voters lacked the strict forms of ID needed to vote. And the state saw its lowest turnout in 20 years, especially in black communities. Oh! <gasps> In, Northern, in North Carolina, there were 158 fewer early voting polling places in black communities and the black turnout was down 16%. And across the country, black people were forced to wait in line twice as long on average as white people. Mm-hmm. It's entirely possible that without voter suppression, Clinton would have won the Electoral College along with the popular votes. This just lets you know that Republicans cheat. Cheating, cheating. exactly. Here's number three, Russian interference. Throughout the campaign, it was clear the Russian government was actively working to influence the outcome in Trump's favor. State-sponsored Russian hackers provided troves of damaging emails and documents to WikiLeaks and other websites, paid Russian trolls, disseminated fake news across U.S. social media sites to spread misinformation favorable to Trump. And although Trump lied about it, his campaign was in direct contact with the Russian government throughout the election. It's true, Um, Zabrina Zabrina, uh, Zabrinsky is going to be on the two o'clock show and she actually put together a whole photo uh, package of all the Trump people with Russians throughout the entire campaign. Like all of these pictures, they were denying it and denying it, it's like here are the pictures of your administration with Russians and you're saying that no you didn't. Uh, Trump has well-established connections to Russia through many business dealings, and he spent considerable time during the campaign praising Russian President Vladimir Putin. Now that Trump has access to classified intelligence and the nuclear codes... We can't trust what he will do with them. His presidency is a clear threat to American democracy and our national security. His supporters, the media, and most in our government have declared Trump the next president, but he did not win the majority support of the American people under ordinary circumstances. Given the extraordinary context, the Electoral College electors have one last chance to right this terrible wrong and cast their votes against Trump. We want to be perfectly clear that persuading the electors to reject Donald Trump is a long shot. Despite the points raised above, the electors will come under tremendous pressure to put Trump in office. It's a massive uphill battle. But we need to appeal to the majority of the electors to do what's right and refuse to put the power of the presidency in the hands of a fascist demagogue like Donald Trump. It's too late. I don't know if it's too late. I think it's too late. People of conscience will stand on the conscience will stand on the right side of history and continue doing everything in their power to stop Trump. It's Tell the electoral college electors honor the popular vote, stop Trump and elect Hillary Clinton.
1: We we just got to let it go. No. I, you guys you
0: can sign a position!
1: No, no, I, I I'll sign it, but I know the reality of it. Oh,
0: Credo. That's who That's who's put it out, yeah.
1: Yeah, Credo, that I uh they're my phone. Oh! Yeah. Well, anyway, but no. <laughs> <laughs> no, because whenever I, they're not a big corporation. They also supply cell phones. So rather than same, sign with AT&T, and the money goes to AT&T, Credo, when you sign up with their program, their money goes to uh, uh, donations of different uh, places that you so-called want to donate your money to. That is. So that's pretty cool. But it? I feel like what we need to focus on right now is this cabinet. Because he already won, and we we have to come to the terms of like, okay, so this guy is Orange Cheeto is going to be it, the head of state. I can't even see president, say president. No, it no just it's just so painful. Uh oh, someone's calling.
2: Here, here,
1: here. Um, and I I feel like you know, you have just this week we had Ben Carson as the head of housing. Which is the weirdest? weird He's he's a brain surgeon for Pete's sake, so he is the head of housing. What does a brain surgeon, and 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 uh, housing have to do with each other? I'm talking about uh, Ben Carson. You know, he's the head of housing now. Oh
0: my God! Are you kidding? Me?
1: Yeah. He he even said himself that he he really didn't feel like he could fit fill a position. Uh, in the cabinet, and now he's in charge of housing. Why? Because
0: uh, he once lived in public housing, so that makes him qualified. Oh. <laughs> well, I don't know what uh, Trump's doing. We have a caller on the air who wants Yay. to chime in about what is happening uh, in our world. Hey, caller, how you doing? Welcome to the Altacast.
3: Hey, Pam. Jade. Oh, hey, Jade. How you doing? Good. How's it going?
0: Right on. So, uh, uh, what do you have to say about the Trump debacle?
3: Yeah, well, there's a couple things. Uh, First of all, I just found out that uh, his new, I I agree with Latoya about, you know, really focusing on the cabinet more so, um, especially because he just elected some guy who's, like, teamed up with the fossil fuel industry to direct the EPA. Oh, God. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So that's great. Um, And the other thing I wanted to say was, um, I, I, I don't know, I don't remember where I read this, but it might need to be verified, but. I'm pretty sure it's true because it sounds true. That's fucked up. Um, But apparently if the petition passed and the Electoral College does not elect him, the House of Representatives can still veto that vote and allow Trump to be president. So uh, a Republican-led House of Rep would still kind of... It wouldn't matter what the petition does. However, I think that if the petition did pass, not only would it potentially cause a civil war, but it would undermine the electoral college, which is a really good thing. Actually. Right,
0: which is a great yeah. thing. The electoral yeah. college is outdated and pointless. Very outdated. What? I don't okay. understand why two. If she wins the popular vote by two million. That's not an. I, that's not the thing a, that blows yeah. my mind. Is I'm like, I want to run in the streets and be like, it's not fair. It's not fair. This is not fair. Yeah. And this thing- is not fair. And we all just sit down. The same thing with the Al thing. We all just sat down and went, oh, it's not fair. Yeah. And then, but what? And but uh, what? Why are we so apathetic? Why do we not believe in our own system? And why do we just let it keep happening? And how yeah, do we? Well, and there's no. And you're like, we're like, well, we can't fight. I guess So just uh. <laughs> Well, yeah, but it's fucked up, and it's,
3: it's kind of interesting because um. When Trump went on 60 Minutes right after the election, one of the things they said was he wanted to get rid of the Electoral College, which is fucking hilarious. Yeah, right. which is the
1: total opposite of what his party wants.
3: Yeah, yeah. And his whole, like, cocky attitude was pretty much like, oh, well, if there was no Electoral College, I would have campaigned differently. I would have won anyway.
1: Yeah. You know? I By the way, you mentioning that 60 Minutes interview where he turns to the camera and says, stop it. <laughs> um, which is what she was referring. The Leslie Stahl asked him a question about the white supremacists and like the KKK and David Duke and how a lot of his supporters are, you know, bigots. And he, she asked, "What would you say to those people, you know, who are looking at you as their leader for that?" And he said, "He turned. He basically turns to the camera and says, stop it.'
3: Yeah. Right. Well, it's, oh God. It's funny. It's funny because." Um, You know, I I think one of the things we have to remember is that Trump, I I feel like Trump is more, he's not like the leader of all these people. He's more of a symptom of these people. Like, like he's not a very eloquent guy. I think Stop It was the best bet. Yeah. Actually. Stop it. You know? Um, So yeah, so I think, I think he doesn't know what to do. He's in there with his foot all the way up his ass.
1: Yeah, you know? like even on election night when he, you know, when he won, his face, he did not look like, I I am the leader of the free world. He looked like, oh shit, what did I get myself into? Yeah. He, he totally <laughs> looked like, and then when he met with Obama a couple of days after your election in the over office, his face still looked like he doo-dooed in his pants. So. Yeah. Well, it, it's
3: funny because when he met with Obama, you know, he really suppressed it and it was pretty much like... Oh, everything went great, everything, this is great. And then and then what was it? I think it was The Guardian released an article where they interviewed Obama and he was pretty much just like no, we're our country's
0: found to shit. Like, <laughs> so this is the this is the most recent thing that just came out that I find the most um upsetting. It came oh, out today. No. Trump praises Philippine president Rodrigo Duterte who is a dictator on his deadly war on drugs. So we follow the drug policy alliance, and this was sent to me this morning by Melissa Moore out of the New York office. And we'd been talking about the Philippines president since this last summer where he said, oh, if we have drug addicts in the country, we can just kill them. So the Philippine death squads have killed thousands of people suspected of using or selling drugs since June. Suspected. And then Trump just praised. So here's, we're going to read this in a second. But the fear for me is that all the positive work that the Drug Policy Alliance and that we have done to reduce... um, sentences and to have harm reduction with drug use because all of a sudden you know the white people are on the drugs now too so let's have a harm (laughs) reduction policy but i mean we've been basically enslaving a class of people in our prison system because of our outdated drug policies Mm -hmm. and now we have a new president who just praised the most outdated drug policy in the philippines they are murdering people (laughs) philippine death squads are killing on suspected suspect Dead. drug users and dealers. This is insane. This that is, is like some like medieval shit. It really this is. This is some medieval shit and this is our new president which I can't even say it and I don't even believe it. Cheeto. He is praising <laughs> this he's he's okay, if he's praising what's happening there, what's going to happen to our own drug policy when he's in place? And how is he going to continue treating people? They're murdering people in the streets for suspected and, drug use. And that's a good thing. Supposedly,
3: right. The, so know, what's gonna? He is a he is <laughs> fascist. well, well Trump, Trump is all about a police state. You know, that's like his whole thing: law mm-hmm. and order, law and order. He supports frisking. He supports you know gun more more. Gun Stop righteous. and frisk
0: it's- is making a comeback. But yeah. the The problem with having, I mean, a militarized state. I don't think that that's. I don't think that's a, a great thing. But he's going to. Okay, the Germans. There were a lot of Germans in Germany that were not Nazis, but all of these terrible things were carried out in their leader's name in the Nazis. What about all those Germans that are just Germans? I'm afraid that I'm going to be an American, and I'm going to be like, but I don't have a part of this. And they start taking Muslims into camps, and that's even worse than the Japanese internment in the early 40s, to take people because of their religion, when isn't the the precept of our entire country is based on religious freedom, and we have a person that is subjugating people of a specific religion and if they go into some sort of camp where we start doing that what do we do we can't affect anything with our own elections that's a joke so once they start doing things how are we supposed to say wait a minute I'm a well, German I mean seriously <laughs> I, I don't want to go well, along with the fascist state but I don't know how to not be complicit well, and compliant with what's happening
1: I know a lot of white people have been wearing those stupid ass safety pins <laughs> I, could, <laughs> which I which I think is ridiculous by the way white people you don't have to wear those you don't have
3: I heard of a a teacher in the south was wearing one of those safety pins, and apparently the school had uh, banned her from doing it it because it was ideological or whatever.
1: I mean, I just feel like this, you know, I don't think, I don't. I hope to God it doesn't get to the point where we're talking about internment camps and plantations and shit because that would take some time.
0: That's a process. Oh, um, no, it's not. Yeah. We've been doing but, FEMA camps. We've been practicing with FEMA camps oh, yeah, for yeah. years. We know exactly how to set up. It's, I do. And it's what sucks about us not having any refugees I, because yeah. we know exactly how to set up camps. But I do But I do see the fa- the
1: fear that Strikes me is the fact that it is a step closer to that. Yeah. You know, I don't think yeah. it'll take four years for that. I think it's a process. It's yeah, I mean. but, but the look fact at Hitler. A step,
0: oh yeah, Hitler did it in four
1: years. Yeah, he made it quick and swift. Right. And you yeah. know what? The the Nazis at least looked good. They had thank you Hugo Boss. Yeah, Hugo Boss. They looked sharp as fuck, Absolutely. killing people. Yeah. But anyway, that's besides the point. <laughs> <laughs> the and- I mean. <laughs> I mean it's not it's not even just trump himself the people that he surrounded himself with and you know the the fact that you're praising a dictator you know i'm glad trump is as arrogant and erratic as he is because we know how psychotic this motherfucker is yeah and the fact that people are so lost and are so desperate to the point to sell your soul knowing the fact that this man ain't gonna bring no jobs back <laughs> seriously it's he, true seriously he's not gonna bring you you know you're so thirsty for that great white hope and this is not him because he's orange, and it's <laughs> it, it, there's things I mean, Russia for Pete's sake, back in the 80s, if Ronald Reagan and Russia were like enemies, it was like a great drama Gorbachev. that implied, And Gorbachev, yeah, mm. you know, if you said anything about I don't want those Russians coming into my town, Red Dawn, yeah, Wolverines. Uh, Wolverines, you know. It's just, I'm just seeing, like, the downfall of humanity and, and the intelligence and the lack there of desperation to you, the point that you know this person is probably not going to do anything,
0: but will try. Right, he's going to try. Because that's the thing is, we're such an apathetic people anyways. No one, we don't do anything. Nothing's going to, well, who knows? You know, I, gonna change. I think it's going to, I think what's going to come down, because, I
3: mean, one of the things about, you know, Trump and the Republicans in general is they're all for states' rights, like, You know, one of the things he said about abortion was that, you
0: know, you just have to
1: move to another state. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. See that's really scary. That's and I feel that's yeah. And you know, the good thing about here in California in our bubble is we have our state rights. But where I'm from, it's a whole completely different story. You know, Missouri and others you know red states surrounded by that, that's not fair to these people. That's, you know, the fact of taking something such as like, I don't know, abortion and making it as a state right when it should be no one's fucking business. Well, anyway. it's a
0: human right to be able to, you know, have your own to be able to make choices for your own life and your own body. Right. Hey, uh, Jade, what is What else do you have to say? What else do you want to share with us? I feel like we've been cutting you off. Yeah, sorry about that. Oh,
3: that's, that's okay. I don't know how to talk in conversations. Oh, um, no, it's
1: yeah. we're all hanging
3: out. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I'm terrible. I was just going to say that. Uh, Honestly, I just think it's up to the Republican Party um, because if they, you know, I know Pam, you were talking about internment camps and things like that and kind of doomsday shit, um, you know, it's either the Republicans are going to go with it and look terrible and it's going to ruin their party forever, (laughs) or they're going to play it smart and be like, okay, this guy's psychotic, the people around him are kind of psychotic, we're going to vote as a congressman kind of tempered that so I think I think that's the silver lining and all this um, but this
1: but yeah. the scary thing is though the next one in line is even scarier <laughs> oh right
0: and I have a I actually uh, I have yes. some we have some more articles and stuff well Jay, thank you so much do you have anything to promote uh, before you uh, leave us do you want to do you have any show, upcoming shows you want to let people know about or
3: um, I'm gonna do comedy again after the 13th so I'm not gonna be such a Poser, and I have a film debuting
0: on the 13th on my Facebook page. Nice. All right.
3: Yeah. So, Jade, just
0: another disabled entertainer. Facebook. <laughs> a- <laughs> oh, Jade! <laughs> right on. Thanks so much, Jade, for calling us on the Alticast today. All
3: right. Take
1: care. Bye. All right. Wow. That was Jade.
0: She uh, is funny. She's
3: really yeah, funny. Yeah, I'm glad she's
0: coming back to comedy too. Yeah. All right. So here's this article from Drug Policy Alliance. This is uh, Trump praises Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte. I can't pronounce it. On his deadly war on drugs. On Saturday, U.S. President-elect Donald Trump held a telephone call with the president of the Philippines, Rodrigo Duterte. According to Duterte, Trump praised Duterte's deadly war on drugs and invited him to visit the White House. Upon assuming the presidency in June, Duterte made a public call for police and citizens alike to execute people who use or sell drugs, which has resulted in the murder of over 5,000 people suspected of being involved with drugs. After the phone call, Duterte said that Trump was quite sensitive to our worry about drugs. Trump apparently wished Duterte well in his anti-drug campaign and said that the Philippines was doing it as a sovereign nation the right way. It sounds like Donald Trump just gave a green light to murder, said Ethan Nadelman, executive director of the Drug Policy Alliance. By effectively giving his blessing to Duterte's murderous campaign, the president-elect has signaled to foreign leaders that his disregard for both due process of law and human rights and raised the possibility that he might one day treat U.S. law with the same contempt. Duterte has repeatedly shown complete disregard for due process or human rights. In his call for the murder of people who use or sell drugs, he promised medals for citizens who comply and pardons for police if they are charged with human rights violations while carrying out the executions. These extrajudicial killings have largely claimed the lives of the country's most marginalized and vulnerable citizens, including those who are under unemployed or underemployed. Despite international calls for Duterte to end the extrajudicial killings, he has refused to change direction, responding to anyone who has questioned his anti-drug strategy with insults, including President Obama, the Pope, the International Criminal Court, and the United Nations. Last week, he also threatened to kill human rights defenders who attempted to intervene in his war on drugs. The U.S. government has become more vocal in its opposition to the gross human rights violations associated with Duterte's war on drugs. State Department Deputy Spokesperson Mark Toner said in a press briefing that we're very concerned, deeply concerned, I would say about reports of extrajudicial killings of individuals suspected to have been involved in drug activity in the Philippines. After impassioned statements by Senators Patrick Leahy and Benjamin Cardin about the gravity of the situation in the Philippines, the State Department vowed to redirect $9 million in aid away from Philippine counter-narcotics training. However, this opposition from the United States looks to change if Trump pursues his dangerous support for Duterte's drug war An advisor to Trump's transition team on security policy said that the president-elect would start a clean slate with Duterte without being wedded to any previous policy failures. Um, do you? This is so bad. Uh, This is so bad.
1: Yeah, psycho. I think he's also wanting to meet with him so he can build some property there in the Philippines too. Right, a really <laughs> that's, beautiful vacation joint. Yeah, a resort. Yeah. So that's another side of it that was just like, well, maybe if I get in with this guy, I can build a building there. I can build. I a really, building. I really think that this man is just using the presidency as a way to. I don't know. Take over property and build <laughs> Trump buildings. I'm serious. Yeah, sure. I really, because he's already had dealings, what with Israel, Israel, or what have you. I was Gosh. reading about last week, uh, and permits uh,
0: like in South America. In uh, isn't places. that a? Isn't that like a? Isn't that a um, conflict of interest?
1: Yes, that's and that's another thing that's going on right now. And this is seems like a conflict of it interest. It is a to conflict me. of interest. Yeah. So he's saying that he's going to sell off his property, or whatever. And I, you know, no. There's some. Of course, there's going to be all the, the whole Trump presidency is going to be some shady this, shit. This is
0: terrible. It sounds like Donald Trump just gave a green light to murder yeah yeah anti-drug campaign said that the Philippines was doing it as a sovereign nation the right way that is the right 5,000 people are dead that are suspected of which
1: there are I'm sure there's a plenty money. of innocent up in that motherfucker but even if so they're dead now why why even if they are innocent or guilty no one should get fucking murdered
0: over the, he just said he gave a green light to dictatorship here's here's another bad one Trump nominates another drug war zealot, General John Kelly, to head oh, Department yeah. of Homeland Security. Yeah, this guy. Oh God, Kelly has a long history of advocating for destructive and ineffective drug war policies. DPA's Ethan Nadelman. It looks like Donald Trump is revving up to relaunch the failed drug lo- war. Relaunch the failed drug war, everyone. Just keep because it, it goes back to race again. Yep. That's the thing. It all it it keeps. Yes, it does. We okay. We I didn't do it, and two million of us more than didn't okay and maybe if you sign the petition he won't be but all the drug policy war we've decided we figured it out it didn't work the DEA didn't work it's not working it's not good and and all the work that everybody's done is now going to just revert right back so that we can what fill our prisons and make money off of people of color yeah uh plantations today media This is today, actually today, today, today the 7th. Today, media reported that President-elect Donald Trump will nominate General John Kelly to head the Department of Homeland Security. Mm -hmm. Kelly served as head of Southcom, overseeing drug war efforts in Latin America under the Obama administration. This is looking really bad, said Ethan Nadelman, director of the Drug Policy Alliance. First sessions for attorney general, then Price at HHS, and now yet another old-style drug war character for Homeland Security. It looks like Donald Trump is revving up to relaunch the failed drug war. In 2014, Kelly told a congressional hearing that marijuana legalization in the U.S. was undermining U.S. relations with countries in Latin America. Kelly commented that governments were confused by the signals that our legalization sends, and when they're investing so much in resources and blood, they have to question that. Kelly claimed that Latin American leaders were in disbelief that states were legalizing marijuana, despite the fact that many Latin American countries have legalized marijuana for medical or recreational use or explored doing so. Despite the Defense Department's billion-dollar counter-narcotics annual budget, Kelly also claimed in a separate hearing in 2014 that he needed more funding to fight the drug war, saying that lack of resources means he had to simply sit and watch drug traffickers as they move their supplies and are unable to interdict 74% of smuggling. Two weeks later, at this time at a press conference in Latin America, Kelly was talking about how successful interdiction efforts were in the region, with his Guatemalan counterpart extolling a 62% reduction in drug flow, seemingly contradicting Kelly's earlier comments to Congress. In April 2016, he testified before a Senate committee that in the mid-1960s, the use of drugs became literally cool, as projected by Hollywood, social progressives, and even Harvard professors. When discussing people who use drugs, he also said that most of these abusers started with the gateway drug that marijuana most certainly is. (laughs) While Trump pledged to respect state-level marijuana reforms during the presidential campaign, he named a declared, a dedicated opponent of marijuana reform and longtime drug war extremist, Senator Jeff Sessions, as attorney general. Meanwhile, Representative Tom Price, who Trump selected as director of Health and Human Services, has voted against key medical marijuana measures in Congress. And today, Oklahoma attorney General Scott Pruitt, who sued the state of Colorado to block marijuana legalization, was elected to head the Environmental Protection Agency. Kelly is a big time war zealot, drug war zealot, said Michael Collins, deputy director of the Drug Policy Alliance's Office of National Affairs. As head of Southern Command, he demonstrated that he is a true believer in the drug war. And it's incredibly worrying that he could now head up Homeland Security. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Fear.
1: It's coming to get you this Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, God. Speaking of Christmas, are you getting the Christmas spirit
0: yet? Uh, kind of. I mean, I'm leaving today, and I was going to say this anyways. I'm leaving to go to, um... New York, New Jersey, to visit Melissa Moore, actually our Drug Policy Alliance insider. We're we're doing um, Jonathan and I have created a new holiday called Moss Thanks, which is in between Thanksgiving and Christmas, based on when the Virgin America flights are the cheapest. Nice. So get,
1: <laughs> you get to fly Virgin today. Yeah, we yo. get to fly
0: Virgin nonstop from SFO to New York, New Jersey. Yay! Perfect. It's only 20 minutes from our house. We're taking the red eye, so we leave at 9:50 and we get there at 6 a.m. It's perfect. Oh great! You can be drunk on the plane. Well, I've got clonopin, <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna eat a. We're gonna eat a big dinner, and then I'm gonna take some clonopin, and then we're gonna. Cause I want to wake up tomorrow. You know, like, all right. Cause we're gonna get off the plane and. It's gonna be cold. We'll go to, it's gonna be cold. I don't know if I have enough warm clothes. I did my best, but Moss um, Thanks is we just we made up a, a holiday because it was like, three hundred dollars each way, around Thanksgiving and around Christmas, but in this interim time. It was one thirty-one each way, so Gross. for under six hundred bucks, Jonathan and I both oh, get yeah. to fly nonstop. Super stoked! And Thank you, Virgin eye. America, and the wet eye. On the way back, we're doing it daytime though because we don't want to deal with it. Um, I was gonna read this. Uh, Paul Ryan criticizes liberal government programs. Oh God! Uh, I know, but then I'm like, I just don't even wanna. I, I, I don't, don't want know
1: how much I can stomach. <laughs> I've I've been like kind of like shutting down on politics because there's just so much shit going on that I know it's gonna start affecting me mentally. Well, this
0: was the this guy said that it's about free lunches are are no good. Paul basically. Ryan's a fuckface yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, you know this remind this is quotes from him. Okay, here we go. Take Obamacare, not literally but figuratively figuratively here. Okay. We now know that this law will discourage millions of people from working. The left <laughs> thinks this is a good thing. They say, hey, this is a new freedom. The freedom not to work. I don't think the problem is too many people are working. I think the problem is not enough people can find work. Okay, okay. he is an asshole because you know what? A lot of people work, but there's not enough hours, and no one covers your health care. You know what? I don't have health care. Oh I work God. all the time. I work very hard all the service time. And I don't work for service industry. They don't provide... Even if you have, you work in certain places, you have to work a certain amount of hours. And they don't give them to you on your schedule, so you have to work two jobs. Oh you God. fucking asshole, Paul Ryan. You rich motherfucker. They're not working hard enough. Yes, they are. But no one provided us any health care. I didn't have health care for years. And now with Obamacare, people can have health care. They can be healthy. You smug son of a bitch. You just want only oh why don't you just go get i'm gonna go get my skin cancer excised by Mo's because it's more expensive you know what people don't even have insurance you fuckwad and they are working don't you say from your big republican place that they're not working hard enough i work you know what i'm a comedian and i work more than 40 hours a week at my job at my craft and i am not paid and there is no insurance and what i'm There's- not working that I'm not working? Oh, this makes me so mad. I hate... Of- I used to have money, but I didn't feel this way about other people that didn't have money. Oh, I they, think they don't work. you
1: said the word smug. Like, these people have no idea. They live in their own bubble. The whole... This is this is what I have an issue with. You have never... That whole entire... The most majority of that party has never had to really struggle. Yeah. They don't know... The handouts... What are, no one's getting a handout. It's not fun having a uh, a food stamp card. That shit ain't fun. Being unemployed, that shit ain't fun. Maybe it's fun for about I don't know the first month until you start freaking out. Yeah.
0: You know. I mean, I don't. Being poor is not fun. And we're working. It's not that we're not working. It's just that our labor is not is not monetarily compensated yes. and, and why you're sitting up here on your big rich hill with your big stuff th- and life out of house. People aren't given the opportunities no. that you've been given. A majority of people on welfare are working yeah. because some of the, I mean, I mean, <sighs> I, I just don't understand like But what force us not to have abortions so that we can't work But we're going to stay at home with kids Here let me finish this, 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 this is awful I'm sorry oh, I didn't God. mean to go off I think the problem is too many people are working I think the problem is not enough people can find work And if people leave the workforce Our economy will shrink There will be less opportunity, not more The left is making a big mistake here What they're offering people is a full stomach and an empty soul The American people want more than that He goes on, this is awful full stomach and an empty soul. You fucking cunt. You know, this reminds me of a story I heard from Eloise Anderson. She serves in the cabinet of my buddy, Governor Scott Walker. Uh,
1: who's she, another fuckface. Yeah,
0: she once met a young boy from a very poor family, and every day at school, he would get a free lunch from a government program. He told Eloise he didn't want a free lunch. He wanted his own lunch. One in a brown paper bag, just like the other kids. He wanted one, he said, because he knew a kid with a brown paper bag had someone who cared for him this is what the left does not understand we don't want people to leave the workforce we want them to share their skills and their talents with the rest of us people don't just want a life of comfort they want a life of dignity they want a life of self-determination Yeah, but you know what? I work forty hours a week at my comedy, but there's no money in it, and I want my dignity and I want my talents to be recognized. But sometimes things aren't monetarily compensated. Yeah. No matter how hard you work.
1: Can I say something? Then what is this? What is the solution that the kid not eat? I I, mean, I I mean, since you know his mother couldn't afford to like get the brown bag lunch, so and if you take the free lunch away, so the kid don't eat. Right. So is that
0: so? That's the moral to the fucking story. I, I guess. Starve so. then, which is a lot worse. How, how about everyone has <laughs> access to free and healthy food because we're in the richest country in America? And we don't waste, stand there on your your rich so person hill and go, well, they're not working hard enough. You don't. You don't work hard enough because you've got someone clean. You know what? I actually clean my own house. I clean other people's houses as well. I bet this asshole has never picked up a sponge and washed a dish in his life. Oh, oh no. and you have a dishwasher. I'm a dishwasher. People uh, are so entitled in this country and that is the problem. Everyone needs a little bit less. I mean, and I, everyone deserves food. Oh. I I can't believe I
1: these people don't have any compassion. That's that's just the thing. It's just so fucking inhumane. You don't have any compassion. He's telling this stupid ass fictional story cuz he, he know his friend his That's good story's bullshit by the way, okay? Yeah. oh it's made up but anyway <laughs> kids want to eat do you know yeah, that kids it, like eating that's exactly. the thing they like to the do the whole moral to the story is like well I guess I won't eat instead of having the brown paper bag no the kid will starve to death and then how's the kid gonna pay attention in school oh, oh that means he fails his uh, you know his schooling yeah it like a whole scenario fucking dumbass incomplete. Passionate fuck faces. Yeah, absolutely. I mean it sucks, man. I'm so bummed. I I I've met rich people and I've not all of them are assholes like that.
0: I used to be a rich person. Yeah. And and I just, you know what? Not anymore. Fuck but I'd up. rather I'd rather I, I mean and I just had to reapply for my food stamps. But <laughs> the thing is that I honestly think that it's an artist stipend. I I know people will say, oh, you've been on food stamps and blah, blah. I consider it an artist stipend. Um, Run in this place. Don't get paid for that. That's work. This is work. I'm on the radio 10 hours a week. That's work. Every every week I'm here doing right. it. And cleaning the place and too. Clean, and not getting Upkeep. paid and organizing and doing all that stuff. But this is actual work. This is a community resource for people that I'm not getting adequately compensated from, from anybody. So I require food stamps so that I can survive and keep this place alive and live my dream of trying to be a stand-up comedian in San Francisco and an artist and a person of self-expression, blah, blah, blah. But I really... I. I, I need those food, I need the food stamps and it's yeah. not that I'm not working hard enough I work really hard it's just that my skills are not fiscally compensated in our society uh hey yeah don't be afraid I guess be afraid be very afraid I I th- I'm very very nervous but we're gonna we're gonna move on to the happy part of our show today submission submissions yeah oh. we're gonna go through them. And uh, we're going to be rough. We're going to be tough. Because there's more now. There's more Grr. submissions. We're going to put them in no piles if we have to. Be funny. Um, I feel like, you know, not a lot, of, ton of people listen to this. But I almost feel like, I mean, the people will know who they are. I don't know. I don't, maybe we should, shouldn't say their names. We should just keep it, like, more anonymous. Anonymous? Not that anybody's listening. But uh, and we'll just I see if they're funny or not. Okay.
1: In other words, we won't embarrass you.
0: No, we if, wouldn't embarrass anybody anyways. Or, well, I guess we do maybe, but, um, <laughs> here's the deal. This is our, these are our rules. Okay. We'll set our ground rules. Okay. Mutant Radio Comedy Festival 2017. We, if we don't, if we don't laugh throughout the whole thing, neither one of us, it just has to go in the no pile. All right. That's just the way it is. I like that. We have to, we have to laugh at least a couple of times, like heartfelt and like real stuff. Here we go. I'm going to say
4: eerie
0: diamonds. Yay. Yay. Okay. I'm starting. It's, it's, it's a shaky video, but that's okay.
5: I don't like to ask how everybody's doing because you know, I think it's pandering, right? Everybody hates pandering, right? Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. right? Yeah. right. yeah.
6: That's,
5: that's not right. <laughs> so, um, so my friends never ask me my opinion anymore. Um, I think that it's because I'm a little too honest, and you guys tell me what you think. Here, okay. So. Last time somebody asked me their opinion, by my, my opinion, she said, uh, "Hey, listen, you know my boyfriend and I, you know we don't have sex anymore, and I think it's because I've gained a little weight." And I said, "You know what? I think you look fine. And you know your boyfriend's gay and you're <laughs> dipless, so that's probably." No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I was way nicer than that. I'm sure. I, What I said was, um, you know, you know what your problem is. You're not that fat. Your boyfriend's gay, and you don't have a dick. (laughs) I think I used "Dickless." I did actually use "Dickless." I did say that. That's true. But I feel like when you when you say, I, I think the way that I went wrong was I said. I said, you know what your problem is, and I think that I feel like a wall goes up. Did you guys get that? Like I feel like a wall goes right up as soon as you start the sentence that way. I use it in confession too, but and <laughs> like they don't even, you know. But
0: moving along on the set, see what happens. I don't
5: like that joke. <laughs> I can tell her most of my routine. Um. So, ooh, I listen. I like rap music. Do you guys like rap music? It's. I know. I know. Not everybody. It's not for everybody because. A lot of people can't like identify with the themes, you know, and I and it's true. Like, I can't identify with all the themes, you know. I mean, like they're very derogatory toward the bitches, which is not my thing. <laughs> That's not cool. You know, when they talk about guns and stuff, it's not my thing. But you guys listen. listen. That's not
1: all rap music. They're just
5: giving me a snapshot of their day.
0: You know what I mean? Kiss me, sweet. I'm thinking that. Uh, as a you know, as a uh, yeah, as a uh, as a TED talk, you know, really <laughs> awesome TED talk. You said, as an awesome TED talk, as a TED talk, that's what just it was, killing it,
1: yeah, I'm killing um, me.
0: Cool my, stuff, <laughs> yeah, here we go. Our next anonymous. Anonymous Anonymous Anonymous
1: Anonymous Anonymous Anonymous
0: All right, here is another This is out of town
7: it's a comedy to you, man you do better Warm welcome, David Kelly All right, man Thank you, thank hey.
0: you Didn't, thank you. He didn't no, get much of a no, warm we got, welcome what? Not a lot of clapping, but That was funny Hello
8: <laughs> I'm one of those new young comedians You've been hearing about <laughs> yeah i love performing here i'm sure i speak for all of us when i say if i could be two places at once i'd be at two other places if you think you've seen me before i am the before model for planned parenthood i'm also the after model for hometown
6: buffet
8: i was also the model for those naked statues of donald trump it's true when people ask me how to find this place i just tell them to read the smoke signals coming from the sidewalk They're all out there standing in a circle. I've seen Stonehenge in England, and now I've seen Stonerhenge in San Jose. (laughs) And now there's door-to-door pot delivery. Right here in the Bay Area, door-to-door pot delivery. Here's the catch. If they take more than 30 minutes, they're right on time.
6: That's
8: fair. (laughs) Starbucks new coffee is just a thing to jolt you out of bed early on a Sunday morning. It's called Leaf Blower. Comes in three sizes, Paco, Grande, and Jose. Uh More good news, fortunately, the new gluten-free vodka gets me just as wasted as the old stuff. Some people say I look like a stay-at-home dad. I'm actually more of a stay-at-home drunk. Any smokers here, smokers? Yeah. I'm much more of a drinker than a smoker. But it took me a long time to get interested in craft beer. I thought they just made cheese. You've heard of a sleep number bed.
6: But the Art Boutique
8: is a drink number bar where you can set the drink number that's right for you my wife is a three and I'm an alcoholic it's true I'm not so sure about those electric cigarettes except they gotta be a lot safer than electric beers scary (laughs) Somebody's trying to impress you by having 20 beers on tap well I'm not impressed want to impress me have 20 beers on
6: trough
8: I don't remember ever feeling the urge to go out and get drunk but then again, I never asked to go out and get fat either. At <laughs> my age, when I send a flaming heart emoji. Okay,
0: so we'll talk over this for a minute. Um, dad jokes, right? And it's like he's really scripted, you know? He's you like, it's hey. like he's like, here's my joke. Here's another one. Here's but he's shooting them out. But they I mean, they're and it's memorized. They're all good one-liners, I guess. Yeah, I mean, dad jokes. I think that he's. Gonna. I mean, I'm gonna have to watch all of them again, but I'm, I'm moving sure him to the, the to the happy pile. Here we go, moving on. Just because you know, like
8: you do he's polished. He's for,
0: really, at least he's really polished. Yeah, um, the ones I've seen the before, have not only been unpolished, done, but they're also not written. Like, like because I've seen people be, you know, um, the craft one was good. I've seen people be polished. But not funny. But not funny. Uh, it's one of those things where, like, oh, I get what you mean, I <sighs> right? Totally I mean, it. it's but he.
1: Uh, no, he is. I'm yeah. not hating on him. Yeah. He's, I just know what his stick is. Right.
0: He's got the shtick. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Uh, please People on stage. One of arguably the most annoying people. Okay. We're not gonna we're gonna let him announce who she is so that we we don't hear. But if you yeah, all right. Here we go. Yay! Uh.
9: To cave. Um, <laughs> hey guys, welcome. Uh, let's just get get on with it, shall we? Um, you guys have the internet? I don't know the crowd. Okay. Yeah, okay. You guys know and like p- phones and stuff with apps. All right, good. So off to a good start. Do you guys know about Twenty Three andme Me? Woo! Yeah. Woo! <laughs> Someone found another. Okay. Um, <laughs> I did 23andMe for the first time, and I did it for the same reason anybody else would. To find out if I could say the n-word or not. That's 23andMe. I have no idea. I can't. (laughs) Because my parents are not from the south, so... Um, That was a test. You guys are not racist. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm mostly Romanian. I'm, like, all Romanian, okay. Um, it's cool. Um, it's not a big deal. Don't Google it, okay? It's in Europe. (laughs) It's where I'm gonna be going next week, uh, because uh, there's no way I'm gonna live in a country where it's gonna be called the Orange House. That was stupid. That was stupid. Move it along, Florentina. Don't be topical. Okay, great. Uh, no, but, like, being Romanian is not a big deal. It just means my parents had to have me because abortions were illegal at the time. Yup. Yep. Like the GOP in Trump. Too late to pull out. Stop it, Florentina! No more! Oh god, you guys get four years of comics stuff shit. Alright. Um. My parents are cool. I like my mom. Do you guys like your mom? Yeah. <laughs> These are all comics? Alright, well. Um, No, my mom is cool. When I told her I wanted to do stand-up comedy, she said, You'll never make it. Cute hobby, though. Don't make fun of God. Yeah, and I was like, Don't worry, Mom. I only make fun of real stuff. (laughs) And then she had a heart attack and died. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. She doesn't have a heart. She doesn't have a heart. Uh, she's still alive. So, I have an IUD. IUD, interuterine device. Anybody else? Anybody? There you go, there you go. Swing it around, guys. Female birth control pill, and you can tell it's female because it has, like, uh, like two ribbons coming off of it because, you know, we need to accessorize. IUDs are for women who date men too cheap to buy condoms. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking catch twenty two because, like, you got it because you're a strong, independent woman, right? Obviously. Who likes to have lots of unprotected sex?
6: Toads. Toads my goats. Okay.
9: <laughs> uh, love it though. It's amazing. Um, does it? I don't know who who reads articles these days. I think there's like a buzzfeed about it. Um, but I'm excited for 2018. Are you guys excited? Are you excited? So you are so excited. Who are you? With? Uh,
0: just. I'm not excited. Yeah, uh, she's she's trying to do some crowd work. It just it
1: seems kind of slow. She's very. I think she needs to keep keep working at it, kid. Okay. Keep
0: working <laughs> keep, at it. Keep working. Maybe All you'll get there. Right. Them. This is an out of towner, I believe. Let's see. Hell yeah! From far, far away, from the lands of Colorado. Ooh. Check this out. Uh, yeah, we're being we're being nice. Please
10: put your hands together for Miss Piper. Schetter.
0: Oh, she's cute. She's got weird blue mermaid hair. What's up, up,
11: everybody? Um, We'll start off with a fact about me, a little personal information. Uh, I'm a bisexual. Yeah. I'm not like the most. bisexuals the sort of the uh, orgy initiators of society. You know, like it's up to us to to make sure those rendezvous get started. Um, I think three people's fun, you know, that's a fun time, that's a fun thing. Four people, that can be a sexy little sexcapade, you know. I'm all about it. But when it's like five people and it's kind of a real orgy at that point, I just start looking around and I'm like, man, statistically, Somebody here has herpes. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> in the that I'm um, so somebody has herpes. Actually, I don't have sex that often at all. Uh, you guys, as an alcoholic, um, my vagina is pretty numb like all the time. You know, like, the
0: people there that are listening to her, she's hilarious. just
11: turns into like somebody smeared aura gel all over my pussy. You know, and um, it works out like when creepy guys they. Hit bar, I'll say shit like, yeah, man, you know, I don't really hook up that often. And, and one time, like, this guy's brain just fucking exploded when I said that. He was like, but, but dude, you're like super hot. Like, you're real pretty. you got to be out there boning your attractive little heart out, you know? You've got to be getting it in, sister. That's what hot people do. And I was like, man, what world are you living in? And like just because I'm attractive doesn't mean that I'm good at fucking. Um, pretty bad at it, you know, because uh, I'm real lazy. I'm just like if there's some 500-pound person like on top of me, I'm just like, yeah, you know, I'm just gonna kick it here on the bottom, straight up. You know, I want this to be consensual, but I also want to be asleep for it. Um. Okay, starting off a little. Uh, is anybody into astrology, Your star signs, huh? zodiac? I feel like we can have this friend.
1: Really- I yeah. like her. I feel like we she's can move on because she's.
0: And the, the funny thing is that the people in the background are kind of being dicks. They're and not listening. It's they're funny. not listening, and she's actually really funny. So, um, all right, she was on point about the bisexual thing. Yeah, and it was funny. That, I mean, that that's a great joke—the herpes joke. I'm, but I'm a sucker for a good herpes joke. I mean, yeah. Come on. <gasps> who isn't what person with herpes isn't a sucker for a herpes jokes uh-huh. um but i don't get it in my coochie cooch i only get it by my mouth when i'm really stressed out so don't worry everybody don't see worry. most people get have herpes oh wow okay so this is one that's set at the brainwash and it's from their camera this will be very interesting here we go <laughs> <laughs> legendary Tony Sparks. Uh, legendary Tony Sparks is going to be doing a set during the festival. Um, and just, I'm like, don't apply. You're coming to He's like, yeah, I'll do it. I'm like, great. Okay, cool. Because he's amazing. And uh, let's we'll see, I'll turn it down so you don't hear his name because we're trying to keep it somewhat anonymous. Not that anybody's actually listening. But that's not true. Jade was listening. Jade called in. She was listening. I have no idea what you guys do to Tony, but he's overly nice at all.
7: I realized I was more disappointed, but it wasn't more so me understanding was disappointed. It was that I got a I got a best friend who's kind of a dick and he can't give you emotion. He's incapable of not being super ass cool in every fucking moment. So like when all the shit happened, which I thought was crazy, it was like, man, yeah, I love doing white people shit. So it's like it's really disappointing when I don't get to do white people shit. Like, like I have my, my head on a all bat and I'm spinning in circles. I was gonna drink whatever was in the goddamn concoction. I don't know, you gotta make like, a man drink. I was like, you guys hella amazing. i I'll the bad ones and mess it up. They were just going all the way in. It's like, they're like, oh yeah, man, good speed. And they're like, yeah, they shot him. I'm like, not gonna drink this drink right now. I gotta pretend to be angry. I mean, I'm angry, but like, can I be angry after the drink? But like, I was like, a whole week is just being really angry. Like, they
0: I have a feeling we're losing something in translation because it's hard to hear them. Because it's sound, it's because they used the brainwash sound, the nest, and it's so, it, so there's like a little bit of a drag lag. But the people seem to be laughing that, a lot. Yeah, the
1: people and that—the fact that, that there's like a
0: Toyota Camry in the background is awesome <laughs> too. Yeah. Usually that's Jonathan's car in the back when he gets that space. Yes. The audience really loves him. I don't know if this video we can see anything. It's—it's it. it's, it's the sound quality is really bad, so. So we can't really. Can't really. Can't really judge it really. Yeah. Because. I mean, he's getting really good laughs from the audience on like everything. Let's also, the, the, to the, side. the hat is, I'm having a problem with the hat because I can't see his eyes. So like facial. I can't really see I can't really see his facial expressions, body language. Oh, the cool thing is someone's jogging right by. Yeah, we will. Uh, you guys can't see that though out there. Yeah, you, you because we're on the because we're listening. Oh, we're okay, on. this is going to be interesting. Oh, we got a cool one. Well, this is. I mean, he's a big supporter of the station, and I I am personally a fan of this gentleman. Uh, but we'll see what his video brings. That's the thing is a lot of this is tough because people's videos. The quality, I, I Oh, I thought that maybe this is from, this is so much fun. This, he did it from OMG. What's cool is that I haven't seen yet a video from here, from Mutiny Radio, that anybody's taped. So I'm like, come on, you guys, pander, right? Yeah. Pander. pander,
10: pander. Yeah.
0: yeah. This is from OMG's open mic on a Tuesday or a Sunday, which means it's getting, there's no one going to be paying attention.
12: Thanks. Uh, it's uh, suggesting that we make more, you know, graphic novels. We're not. I'm not suggesting that we continue to propagate as comedians, because Lord knows we don't need anyone else with uh, social disabilities or the competition. Uh, so a lot of you uh, are aware of my Werner Herzog impression. Um, it's gotten some really good feedback. And I'm pretty proud of it. But what I wasn't aware of was just uh, how much notoriety he'd gotten. Because apparently, the man himself is so taken with my take on him that he wants to do a documentary about me and my comedy. I know, I was shocked too. Uh, but I just brought this up because he wanted to do a little intro for her this evening. And, uh, you know, who am I to turn down a man with uh, 50 plus ex- years of experience in the business? So, Werner, uh, take it away. Yeah? We see in his native habitat a creature I've come to understand is called a hack. He makes ready to deliver his humorous observations on the nature of modern life in the hope that this will compensate for his inborn lack of social graces and make him a more desirable mate to the opposite sex. Let us pause now and take in his craft, ostensibly titled Comedy. Thanks, birds for for like everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I have a few mental conditions, and I don't really like to explain them anymore. I have taken to uh, letting the world know about them through the magic of song. I like to write songs about uh, my various brain problems that somehow don't have any medication readily available. Uh, so here's one that's been getting some good feedback. I got a mental condition. Makes it harder to fit in. Small talk at parties is hard, so in the corner I'm sitting. And uh, here's one I've been uh, contemplating putting back into the rotation. Uh, You guys let me know what you think. Um, Everything is awkward. Everything is weird when you have OCD. Everything (laughs) is awkward. Because the deal is an Aspie. Aspie, short for Asperger's. uh, Is evidenced by my needing to explain that to you. Uh, uh, so I used to work at a company that bought and sold gift cards, and that's an industry that's very fraught with fraud, and so you have to make sure that the people you're dealing with are on the level. And one of the ways we do that is we'd call them up and we'd ask them to confirm some information that they put on their profile they made, like, uh, I'd ask uh, most of the time just, you know, what's the name of a cross street near where you live? And in about a year of working there, the best answer I got was Ball's Graveyard Road. But that answer was tinged with a little bit of sadness for me, because when the guy said it, he said it in a very flat tone, and that let me know two things. He didn't think it was funny, and he didn't expect that I would find it funny either. And that, means that he was at a point in his life where Ball's Graveyard Road had become commonplace and totally unfunny to him, and that is one of the saddest things I've ever heard. Uh, it's just so rough, because OMG that. is a and terrible rumor line, where no
0: one gives you any feedback. I think
12: that's the only thing that come, even comes close to a uh, contender for competition, to Fang Boner Road, <laughs> which you live in here. All right, I'll leave you with this. Uh, so I've never had sex, and I probably never will. Uh, that's not a personal uh, decision uh, or choice, uh, it just hasn't happened yet and I have no reason to believe that it ever will, but anytime I ever make a new white male friend and they find out about this, they always have the same response. We're going to get you in there, man. We're going to make it happen for you. But what my white male friends fail to understand is that a supreme force of will in the universe has decreed that I cannot engage in coitus. There is an ancient, unspeakable demon who feeds off my sexual frustration. <clears throat> and you know, when my non-white friends hear about this, they don't try to console me or get at the root of the problem. They just say, "Damn, man, that sucks," and then we smoke a joint. Because sometimes a shitty thing is just a shitty thing, and you're only looking to have you know your feelings validated at least until the ineffable hell beast decides that your suffering can finally end. I'm Seth Man. Yeah. Hey.
0: So it's so tough because O M G, there was no. I mean, I was just happy to hear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if if anything, he would get to host a show. I wouldn't give him. Uh, I wouldn't give him three separate ten minute sets. But he might, depending on what happens, we'll see. But he might be able to host a show because he's also like really supportive of the station, and he's and I hate here. to be totally nepotistic, but. Uh, he's been really helpful, and I mean, if he's hosting, he he can, he can do hosting, especially if it was like you know some weird autistic show or whatever. Ooh, this person from out of town, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> guys,
10: give it up for Michelle Johnson, everybody! <laughs>
8: <laughs> Ladies' game.
2: How do I follow that up? <laughs> Holy shit! I am so proud of my classmates. You All guys right. rock. Hey. I'm out of here, man. Thank you for coming. <laughs> Seriously, thank you so much for coming. I'm so excited about tonight. Being a stand up comic is something I've always wanted to do. I'm a stay at home mom, so getting a night out of the house without the kids is a dream come true. <laughs> Where are my kids? Okay, it's a joke. What are you going to call, Difus? Go ahead, I dare ya. I know, everybody says, don't joke about that. They'll take away your kid. New Jersey.
0: For how long?
2: (laughs) Do I have time to plan a quick getaway? (laughs) (laughs) My husband's here tonight. (laughs) Is that an easy job? (laughs) We met at work. What attracted me most to him, besides his great looks, is the fact that he was so shy. It really intrigued me. I wanted to get to know more about him, so I talked to him all the time. It became that really annoying thing. What's it called again? Oh yeah, a wife.
13: <laughs>
2: so he decides to go on vacation without me, and he really missed me. Yeah, me. That annoying chirping noise all uh, the time. You ever have a parakeet suddenly, a parakeet suddenly die on you? It's the silence that will drive you crazy. (laughs) So he comes back and he starts talking to me. Yeah, it was slow at first, but eventually he works up the nerve and he asks me to go for a ride with him one day on our lunch break. So I'm riding along and he's driving. I don't know where he's going. I don't think
0: he knows where he's going. Oh, and so To break the tension. What did we find? So she's been doing comedy for a year and a half, but this video is from 2015, which means that this had to be one of her first things. Because I was like, how long has she been doing this for? That she seems really green in this video. Yeah. So like, I like her look, and I like that she's like an older white she, lady. She started up high. Right, and, and now, now she's like. Going- Quieter, kind of, and and but she's writing jokes, which is good. I mean, and and honestly, the video's the good. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we'll, we'll revisit gonna nice. this one. We'll revisit this one at a, at a later date. But uh, just because I need to compare you're it in the with the maybe pile, right? I so, need to compare it with other people that I see and all that kind of stuff. Just because I don't know. And the you're in the if iffy iffy. Uh, this is um. He did a weird. This guy did a weird one. We'll see if I can even figure this out. I've got to go through the YouTubes and do some weird, uh, here we go. Yay, success. S- success. Here we go, this guy is from far away, doing his thing. That's what it says
7: here. We gonna work with him, we gonna work with him. It, it, you know, the way you look today, returns everything. It determines what type of job you gonna get, who you hang out with, and what age you, you lose your virginity. And these older women. Now, ladies, if you fine in your older years, that's cool. But if you one of these over old bitches up in the club with the open face goals and your dentures, <laughs> and a little whiny nigga like me, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You want your ass to be home to bed. You know what I'm saying? You don't know talk about you be up in the club, you vibing with these old bitches at the bar, and then that song come on, and you know you fuck with somebody like that. One song come on, you like. Man, you want an old girl Bob? My nigga Java Tongue kiss somebody with no teeth? Oh, Let me tell you how I feel. <laughs> Buy a pack of hot dogs. Slice it. And then stick your tongue through the slice. That's how I feel kissing a motherfucker with no teeth. <laughs> right. Me, you the bed. She on the top. I don't know if I'm fucking on with the boxing match. Cause the tease is like twitching
6: oh. <laughs> oh man, old oh, ass bitch. And then the next
7: day, she come out looking like Sister Tyson or some shit. Damn. And then she make you feel
14: you, man. More I'm dropping you off, baby. <laughs> the yeah, eyelashes.
7: Now I know, hand in hand, some of the beauty eyes, that shit don't perform miracles. You don't go from two back of the woods to single out the Some of y'all been way too fucking long. I kept this one girl out on a drink, I'm out to eat, and I'm getting wrapped. And every time kind of this bitch blink, all the napkins fell off the table
0: he's urban we like him we're laughing it's hard for me to understand what he's saying oh my god he's from san francisco sweet how did i well he is not an out-of-towner i just i'm surprised i've never I've, i've never met him
1: huh well he might be on the urban right comedy scene
0: right on uh the urban i'm like there's an urban i mean that's so funny uh you said it all right Ooh, we have another seattle person this this is this guy seems like he's gonna be a little more professional uh i mean it, a lot of this has it comes down to like the video I, that that guy had a lot of laughing which i liked but
1: a lot of background Something laughing. like my uncle laughing in the background. Oh, so. I've ever seen,
4: I think you're going to agree with me. Keep it going for Mr. Reed Clark. Thank yeah. you.
14: Get up for your host. Woo. For some reason, boy, Reed sounds different when she says it, and when Stephen says it, <laughs> pretty close to the south. There was one person that had a, a, a goodness. There was one person that had an empty chair, but they just clapped weird. <laughs> they went like over and like they missed. You know, so there was like no, there wasn't enough sound to register. It's all right. It's all right. It's it's her. It's her. There's a seat next to to seat next to the one laughing and hiding her face.
6: I'm
14: gonna talk about some of my fears. Um, I'm deadly afraid of police. (laughs) Every time I see a cop on the street, I feel like that's a shark, and I'm a lonely minnow. You know, I don't know if the shark is hungry or not, but I'm still scared. I still put the weed on my ass. Nice. Because cops aren't like the friendly Finding Nemo sharks. We're finding Negro sharks. You gotta see a group of cops sitting in a circle talking about niggers are friends, not felons.
0: I've laughed enough when times.
14: Black women say, you stupid, that means you're funny. <laughs>
1: I say that all the time.
14: <laughs> I'm bridging gaps. And I hate like when people think that like cops are are, are, are uh, heroes. You know what I mean? Uh, 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 uh. I like, have you ever heard a story where like uh, a cop like busts someone and then like they take all the drugs or whatever, and then they like give them a card and say like, "I used to be like you, you know. <laughs> Get your life together. Here's a card if you need me." Anybody ever hear these stories? No. Me neither. A white girl told me that. <laughs> 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 but I don't think are heroes like Spider Man is a hero,
6: right?
14: And I refuse to believe Spider Man would break into my house and beat my ass for smoking weed. <laughs> like he comes in, webs you up, like yo, yo, Spider Man, what the fuck, man? I was just sitting here watching your fucking documentary. <laughs> That's the fucking third installment of your life story, Andrew Garfield, nigga, why? You're like, I used to be like you, you think you can be a superhero and smoke the reefers? Gonna take all this weed from you, you're gonna thank me for this later. Like Spider-Man, how you breaking the my house and do all my shit? Then he you webs your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Songs would change. We'd be like, fuck Spider-Man coming straight from the underground.
0: Dude's hilarious. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's dude. He's clearly moving on. He's, dude, great. he's yeah, hilarious. He's great. See no that's the thing, is we get videos like that and it's like, uh, why can't they all why can't really all the videos it,
1: be then. like
0: that? That was really good. <laughs>
15: This a brand new shirt and tie that I get to wear for the first time tonight because I lost 40 pounds this year, so it's a sad start. It's very nice of you, but guys, you can clearly see I'm only less fat right now. <laughs> like, I went from obese to overweight. That's not an accomplishment. Uh, being fat. When you're fat and you lose a lot of weight, your friends ask you, uh, how do you lose the lose weight? They want to know your secret, right? And I do have a secret, and I'll tell you guys, I'm on this great new diet plan called Poverty. <laughs> it's a lot like Atkins, where it's like low carbs, low sugar, low protein, low everything. I'm hungry, you guys. We <laughs> <laughs> can't afford to eat. But the, of the diet plan is when you do get to eat, you can eat as much as you want, just the plan says that you have to exercise afterwards. So I sit down and eat a big, huge meal, and my choice of exercise is running. So I eat and then I run as fast as I can right out of the restaurant, <laughs> and I keep going until the waiter gives up chasing me. <laughs> Now, I can see some people are like, hmm, that's not very nice. The, the waitstaff makes that joke more than you guys do. Like, that joke's the reason why I have to pay them before I order my food. <laughs> I wasn't always poor. I was in start this year with a financial windfall. Like Miles said, he was from Boston, he donated blood. I am from Boston, I did medical research studies. One of the medical research studies I did was uh, to analyze the effects of lowered nicotine in smokers have anxiety and depression. Or as I heard it, they will pay me to smoke free cigarettes. <laughs> Jackpot, you guys. Oh, it's fantastic. But the reason I got into the study is because I can cover all those bases. Smoker, yes. And yes. Depression. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Getting up into the study to ask you a lot of questions, and I was very honest with them because they are medical professionals. So when they asked me the question, I answered honestly. When the question came out to say, Have you ever thought about committing suicide? I gave them my very real honest answer, which was, Yes. Okay. <laughs> Who doesn't sit around and wonder how much weight their ceiling fan can support? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> that was the wrong answer, you guys. I found that out because after the questionnaire, they, they took me into another room with another medical professional who started asking a lot more questions about suicide and that's when I realized that she is a psychiatrist who's interviewing me because she's afraid that I won't be able to finish the study because I might hurt myself. I'm like, no, 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 look, I think about suicide a lot and I have depression but I'm not going to hurt myself unless I don't get my free cigarettes. <laughs> which have <laughs> been so mean and hilarious at the same time for me. Only funny for me. Uh, so the course of the study, yeah,
0: This is another hard video because he's in this weird restaurant and there's people sort of like going in and out and yeah. I hear the TV in the background but he has that sort of cadence that's like a real comedian, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and he's done a lot. His um... His yeah, his bio is is really good and uh, and uh, I, but we're, we'll 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 move, we'll move him on because he at least has the um, you know that he has that like comedian sort of affect and he's been doing it for a long time so I have, I have faith in him. Unlike some of the videos we've seen where it's like when they're slow and they're, the trepidation you know like, like the, I'm kind of the nervous comedian doing this silly thing. Sometimes it works and sometimes yeah. you just look unprepared and I think that that's kind of. You can play it what off as
1: the nervous, but some people you can read like, uh. Just they're just not
0: polished enough. You yeah.
1: Know? Anytime they go, uh, for a while. Right, 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 right.
10: All right. You guys ready to have a good time and laugh? This fella here is hilarious. Give it up for my friend, David Stolowitz.
0: Yeah. So. You can hear there's like 12 people there.
16: Hi, guys. My name's Dave. I used to do meth. I uh, quit when bringing bad in. It seemed like it was a good time for it. See, <laughs> so he's doing the I mean, awkward thing, but I like Judaism, it. Judaism, wonderful highs, terrible lows, and most of the time you're in purgatory. Christianity is more like booze to me. Uh, there's lots of violence and preoccupation with virgins. You wake up the next morning with a headache, but you're kind of glad he did it. Uh, I like uh, Buddhism. It's like green tea, and I'll say nothing more because it's a people be <laughs> uh are you guys fans of cheese? Yes. Over two hundred and fifty different cheeses in the world. Something for everybody truly, except for vegans. I was a vegetarian for two years, but I could never be a vegan because they're like, we look shake too much. I made Tony Sparks left. No, the San Francisco comedy can be Tony Sparks laugh. I mean, no. Uh But everybody's depressed tonight. I'm like, I really always have loved San Francisco a lot. Uh, I live southeast of San Jose. I'm on a horse ranch right now. It's a very different experience. Uh, it's kind of a gay commune where I live. I live with a bunch of queer Mexicans. My boyfriend is Mexican. He's uh, 15 years older than me. I have more gray hair than he does, though. He calls me Diego, and uh, we have been in a sero-discordant, intergenerational, uh, interracial, uh, re- gay relationship for five years now. We're doing pretty well
0: overall. Oh, you. You. Yeah. So, um, we don't have to worry about it because I know this guy's material and, it, and it's, it's different this, but when people give us a video, this is a terrible thing. He should never...
9: I can
11: only hear a lot of You
0: can only hear the people in the back that are talking. You know that the place wherever he's doing it, there's only like four people in the audience and no one's laughing. Hey, everybody, don't turn in a video like that. <laughs> to a, no. like thank god i know this guy but um <coughs> it's our next guys in uh, new york which is exciting but i, I mean that's crazy you Guys, you've got to pick and choose your videos because if we can't hear you and we need to hear you that's the point it would be better for him to have done this in his bedroom for nobody do you know what i mean yeah then, then to do it in a in a bar here with people Bad not sound. listening right it's like we need you, to you gotta pick and choose cat? yeah what are you doing buddy uh this is a guy out of new york cool venue lots of people that's good it is look really at they're all clapping no he's not uh, no, he's but
17: thank you as it was previously mentioned my name is aaron LaRoche. um before we become acquainted and build up a gritet, as they say, I would like to tell you something personal about myself. Mm-hmm. I like to take naked photographs and deposit them into my bank account <laughs> to stimulate the economy. <laughs> you're welcome. <you're all> <laughs> um The worst answer to the question, what's your sign, is swastika. (laughs) If someone answers that, you leave that date. (laughs) Then pay. Another tip for all you lonely hearts out there, if you're going out to the club looking for someone special, be sure to bring magic bring magic with you, so it's already there in the air. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, stupid. i kiss people. <laughs> There's this nasty little thing we got in America. I guess everywhere, really. It's the whole, it's the rape culture we got going on. And the thing that bugs me beyond the horrible act of rape is the whole, there's this whole victim-blaming side of the rape culture. And that is the only crime that can be committed that someone feels that it's okay to blame the victim. Like, you don't see like a car theft victim being told you were asking for it. How dare you park your Subaru out in the streets with that hot decal? What did you think would happen? Your car's a slut. didn't want it wanted to have its radio taken out. Ladies. I think your times a coming, I do. I, I heard it coming down from the mountaintops. And I think another way that a woman could take back the power is, you know, just start, guys do this thing where it's like, oh, that's such a pussy thing to do, or oh, that's such a, you're such a pussy for blasé, blasé. What ladies should do is you should take back pussy. Take back the word pussy. Only apply it to awesome things. See a guy jump a shark on a motorcycle? That dude was a pussy. <laughs> the guy who invented penicillin, he was a pussy. Yeah, you get it. <laughs> take, take it back. Don't take back the take back pussy. That's, that's what I'm saying.
0: He's so slow. But things. it's like, do we it's like a sh- sh- it? It's his shtick. It's his shtick. His shtick is that know, he's like taking his time.
17: Like, like, home is where the heart is. Let's
0: see what he has to say here.
17: I don't agree with that.
0: For I mean, a while, cool. as long as I can remember, I'm home black. I've been doing improv for a bit now. I play the drums. I watched Chops <laughs> with a Buddy, and we immediately <laughs> started putting <laughs> everything in Cheetos and frying Another it. Thing. That's funny. I'm
17: never too old to follow your dreams. I'll never be a child porn star (laughs) That ship has sailed Another one You're only as good as your word What about mutes? Are all mute people awful? I guess we wouldn't know Because they can't talk
0: Have have people. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> <are> <laughs> he has a stuff. a full audience, too, of people, so it's a hard one. I like him. Yeah. Maybe in the maybe part. Yeah, and then we'll move him to the maybes. Uh, maybe, moving maybe. On, on. More things. Here's have another one from the Purple Onion instead of from, she could have done one from my you room.
15: Thank you for supporting us. Big hand Elizabeth
13: Like evacuated the splash zone <laughs> uh, I think it's after Allison said her panties were wet uh, no. I'm right I'm here for you I'm ready for it uh, no it's good I think like, we're all talking about our parents tonight which makes me really happy because I hate my parents and I will go on all day like my dad especially he's the worst like okay I work at a tech company. You guys will probably figure out which one it is. We've been in the news a lot. There are all these like takeover rumors. It's like a big thing. And my dad texted me this morning and he's like, hey, like I heard your guys' stock is down again. Like, are you hanging in there? Are you doing okay? Like, do you need anything? And I text back and I was like, it's cool. Like, it doesn't really affect my day to day. But while I have you, like, I just want to let like, you know, I broke up with my boyfriend and like, it's been really hard and I'm really sad. And he just sends me like a thumbs up. <laughs> I don't know to do with that. Like the next time like, the text, me an update on his colon cancer, I'm gonna just send him the smiley poop emoji. <laughs> well, if we're gonna do emojis like I got you, I'll do it. Thanks so. that yeah, I just I recently started at this company, this tech company, and it's a really big company and I've never worked at a company this big before. And I swear to God, you guys, like not a day goes by that I don't see somebody that's been on one of my dating apps. Like they are Man. everywhere. It's like my own personal Pokemon. It's like, oh, there's one. Oh, there's one. Right. And, like, and they're everywhere. There's this one guy in particular. Like he's come up on every single app, like Tinder, Bumble, Hint, like all of them. And I see him all the time. And like, like I, I can't get rid of this guy. Like, I don't even know how to act around him now. Like. I, I'm so used to swiping left on this guy. Like, I got in the <laughs> elevator with him the other day, and I am just like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> and I walked into the kitchen, and I was like, I'm just going for the coffee. <laughs> so awkward i was at a meeting the other day and there was a guy across from me that i would actually matched with on tinder and he's like how do i know you i'm like you know i know how i know you i also know that you like surfing and weekends in napa and he's a couple of buttons like i've seen your dick pics dude how do you know you know how you know you know i want to be clear though I didn't actually go on any dates with any of these
0: guys. Like, I don't go on any dates
13: from the dating apps. I, like, have a conversation on the dating apps, and then I go out and I sleep with strangers. what <laughs> <laughs> I do. I have intimacy issues. It's true, though.
0: Her sit's, like, been a lot better than some of the other in-town people we've seen. So that's good. Uh, and I see her all the time out, so that's 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 interesting. That's a plus. That's a plus. Uh, this is a New York guy who actually came here and performed Not too long ago at Pimp comedy clubhouse. He's very very funny. We'll see what kind of video he turned in uh, And I mean, I guess in here I'm, I'm going to New York and I didn't set up anything. I'm such a jerk hey
16: I've performed with him many
10: times Give it up for the very funny Faisal Alam
0: It's at Grand Central Station
18: so. hey guys give it up for your host one more time
0: Big audience, very nice.
18: Anyway, um, I was having lunch with my best friend today, and he was ranting and raving about how much he hates New York City. And uh, I asked him why, and he was like, because all the girls in New York City are trashy freaks. I know, right? uh... (laughs) And I was just like, dude, why do you think I moved here? All right, you guys could do better than that. All right, so. but uh, let's just let's just address the the L from the room right now, okay? Um, yeah, I'm Muslim, you know, and uh,
6: <laughs>
18: just race carding my way out of that joke. All right. But. People seem to hate us for some reason, you know. I can't can't put my finger on why. But, but maybe if I educate you guys on my religion, maybe that'll help. All right. So, uh, let's get started. We got a holy month, and it's called Ramadan. And uh, here's a fun fact about Ramadan. It actually takes place at a different time every year. And the reason that is, is because Muslims go by a lunar calendar. And uh, the reason we go by a lunar calendar is strictly to fuck with white people. (laughs) That's the the response I'm looking for is laughter. Thanks, guys. you could do more of that for the next six minutes. That would be fucking great. But anyway, yeah, here's, so here's what we do for Ramadan, right? We, uh, we starve from sunrise to sunset. We don't eat. We don't drink. And we do this for 30 days straight. And I imagine to everyone in the room here is thinking, and that's why I'm not fucking Muslim. But there's actually a good reason we do this. You see, there's this verse in our holy book, the Quran, and it reads, no fat chicks.
6: <laughs>
18: I didn't love that joke, I don't know why. <laughs> Anywho, I actually have no business talking about my religion. I'm like, the worst Muslim on the planet, okay? All right, well, maybe not the worst one, you know, I can think of like, at least four pilots who are probably worse than me. <laughs> number five is still pretty bad, right? Out of like 1.2 billion of us, so. But yeah, I'm like the 1% of shitty Muslims. so. (laughs) Proving it tonight, but, yeah. So I'm a terrible Muslim though. I do like nothing in my fucking religion, all right? Let's see, uh, I drink alcohol. That's against my religion. Yeah! You're goddamn right, yeah. I eat pork. That is definitely against my religion.
6: (laughs) And I only date
18: Jewish girls. That's actually just a joke. It's not against my religion at all. I just do it to piss off my mom. That's the only reason why. So. Anywho, um, yeah, man, my atheist friends, they don't get it. They're just like, dude, why do you bother calling yourself a Muslim if you do nothing in your religion? And the answer is simple, okay? It's because I want to go to Muslim hell. <laughs> now hear me out. My reason is that if there's 72 virgins waiting for me in Muslim heaven, then there's 72 of the dirtiest whores waiting for me in Muslim (laughs) heaven. Right, guys? I mean, come on, guys. Between those virgins and those whores, those whores are way more likely to be (laughs) (laughs) herpes-friendly. Oh, before I forget, ladies, feel free to buy me a drink after this show, you know? Anywho, yeah, so I'm a shitty Muslim, and uh, I don't follow Ramadan, but there is one month I do observe. It actually just happened last month, you know? Guys, give it up for Black History Month, all right? If you don't give it up, you're racist, but, you know, a lot of racists in here. Still no applause for it, so, good to know. So, yeah, man, I celebrate Black History Month, you know, and here's how I do it. Every February, in honor of Black History Month, I only watch interracial porn. (laughs) because Martin Luther King had a dream guys and I guess it was a wet one (laughs) I know right it is good thank you (laughs) anywho uh, but you know Black History Month is about a lot more than just MLK's wet dreams right like there's other great civil rights heroes right let's see there's um there's Rosa Parks right and uh, Jackie Robinson
0: and uh, O.J. Simpson? <laughs> <laughs> the Jackie Robinson of getting
1: away with murder? <laughs> uh, guys, I'm just saying, first black man to do it, okay? God. Yeah! <laughs> Faisal, yay! That was funny. That's actually a
0: great way to close. Yeah, and thank God, we got to have some good ones. Oh, here we go. Oh, this is someone from uh, Portland, because I see helium. Am I the only one
10: who feels like I'm in a dystopian future movie from the 80s, every time I hear Republican frontrunner Donald Trump. You know what I mean? that's, that would be like on a news report in the background. Right? Like, that's shitty expositional dialogue to establish how messed up the future is. Just watching that in 1985 like something went wrong. It looks like we're getting the Trump versus Clinton election that everybody didn't want. (laughs) I don't know what you were all doing. But uh, Chelsea Clinton and Ivanka Trump, still friends. I know you were all worried. But there was an article, uh, yeah, even though their parents were running for president against each other, He's the two richest white girls in the world. The two people who will be most unaffected by the results of this election. Have somehow managed to put their differences aside. Continue to braid each other's hair while they count their money out. The presidency is weird. It's it's the, it's the only job where, for some reason, it's tempting to hire someone who doesn't know how to do it. wants <laughs> <laughs> right? an outsider. They're given these options, like Hillary Clinton was married to a president. She's been secretary of state. She's been a senator. She's been there for years. She knows all the world leaders. Bernie Sanders was a senator and a congressman and a mayor. He's gotten all this stuff done. He knows what he's doing. But Trump's really angry. <laughs> Looks like the crazy boss in a movie who hires the protagonist against his better judgment, right? You showed up late, you're underdressed, you insulted my wife. But I like your style. Be you here first thing one morning. And then they never asked what time. They would say first thing. They're like seven,
6: eight. Uh, <laughs>
10: <laughs> Donald Trump hates political correctness. This is
0: he's clearly moving on. Yeah. Uh, he's very, very, very funny. Okay. So, that How much uh, oh wow, old school mambo. Yeah, dude. Timmy Pizza coming in the clutch. Oh, that's, uh, oh, that's so sweet. I always enjoyed. Uh, oh, thank. you. I thank you so much. I've always enjoyed Mamba because it had so much candy for your candy. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, so much. It's like so much candy. It's like more candy. It's like four times the candy for the one candy I'm price. I'm gonna tear this shit up.
1: Tear it up. This is my breakfast.
0: Uh, this is the next person. It's uh. It says my safe word is peaches. Eight
1: months. Awesome,
10: right? I don't wanna throw you under the bus and say if it's L word or not, but I'll tell you this. I'm gonna give you a litmus test. But when you think that maybe I want to make this a lifelong commitment, keep this in the back of your head. In the eight months that you've known that little darling right there, has uh, she farted from you? I know. <laughs> no comment. You better get on the Craigslist side. Let me say move, move, move That's what
15: I love about my wife, y'all. Three and a half years, she never farted from me. Oh, she never did get, I start. Started farting in front of me,
4: but not telling
15: me
10: she was farting in front of me. You ever had the pleasure of
17: walking into one?
0: Guy's real professional. He's in a huge audience. He's all good. Funny. Uh, yeah, and and I like his look because he, he's looks like a strange old lumberjack. Uh, this is from the punchline. Black man here.
12: Then <laughs> <laughs> I see your boyfriend looking at me and saying, "Who's this guy?" If Johnny Bloom and Orlando Depp were gay. <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> Thank you, <OG. laughs>
12: Oh, you're there. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> you both black. <laughs> From the waist oh. up. <laughs> Who's
6: that? <laughs> Who said that?
12: This next joke is for you (laughs) now.
6: Fuck you. I
12: haven't even started. They say you should never start getting up on stage with saying fuck you. Or September (laughs)
6: eleventh.
12: Especially being from the Middle East. (laughs) Bay Area. (laughs) You're probably wondering the accent. Iowa. Middle West. No, no, I'm from the Middle East. Bay Area. (laughs) From the island of (laughs) Alhameda. You're cute. Let her hand go, buddy.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
12: Being from the Middle East Bay Area is tough. When you're doing a good job in comedy, they say you're killing it.
6: <laughs>
12: when you're doing a shit job, they say you're bombing it.
6: <laughs>
12: Both are bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hold on. We're moving on. That's great. Um, oh, this lady. I've seen her before i don't know you have to tell me what you think all right there's some hesitation i know there. Hey, uh, well i
4: actually bumped into my neighbor uh on my way here and he was French. like oh my god claire i'm so excited uh i went to the bar tonight and i got like eight nine numbers and i was like wow that's great man a couple more and you have a whole phone number
6: <laughs> <laughs> i hope you get laid <laughs> Uh, so I'll tell
4: you a little bit about myself, and then I'll tell you a little bit more. That's what's going to happen. Um, I, uh, I'm French. Um, well, thank you. Um, I, I, I like your reaction of nothing. <laughs> Uh, 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 so I am French, which is fine. Uh, I mean, usually when I tell people that I'm French, they go, oh, so you're from Canada? I'm like, no, you douche. Um, if I was from Canada, I would just say I'm Canadian. And then they go, oh, yeah, you must be French, because you're rude. <laughs> See how like, you can't win uh, in France, uh, but it's fine. For some reason, like if American people go to France and have a bad experience, uh, it's my fault. You know, like people come up to me and say, "Hey, Clara, uh, I was in Paris once and somebody was rude to me." It's like, oh my God, who was it? <laughs> like it was a guy. like, Oh, say no more. Jean Pierre. <laughs>
0: We're we're putting in the rest yes pile we're moving on. The yes pile is getting way too big, but we're going to have to go through it at least to Let's is, find some nose. Yeah, let's find some no's.
19: Oh, <laughs> uh, all right guys. I'm going to I'm going to tell you a little story tonight. If that's okay with you.
6: Yeah. All right.
19: Uh, I'm gonna tell you guys a story about why I fucking hate California. Oh. I'm sorry. I don't like it. It smells like poop everywhere. <laughs> Fair enough. In this fucking city, anywhere I go, I'll just go around the corner and be like, it smells like diarrhea, and I go around and there's diarrhea, <laughs> and I fucking hate it, you guys. Oh. Anyways. That's true. That, I'm not gonna talk about poop the whole time. Um, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, in three different experiences, why I hate California. The first one is a job situation. The first job that I had uh, coming down to California was working as a janitor in a children's dance academy in Fresno fucking California. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, people like to say that Fresno is where dreams go to die. And I think that's too kind.
6: <laughs>
19: uh, uh, I, I feel like. Fresno is where dreams go to do meth. Get in a shootout with the cops. Survive the shootout, then later die of gangrene in a prison. That's what dreams (laughs) do in Fresno fucking California.
0: (laughs) woo I like his anger.
19: Comparable to that, though, on the shitty job scale was when I worked as a barista on Hollywood Boulevard.
0: Uh,
19: (laughs) people are the worst versions of themselves when they're ordering coffee. Uh, for example, this guy just came in one morning, he didn't say hello, he didn't say how are you, you know, how you doing. No, he just came straight to the counter and goes, alright dude, here's the deal. I don't want a mocha, alright? What I want is a hot chocolate, but with espresso. Now, for those of you who don't know, um, a hot chocolate is chocolate with hot milk. A mocha is chocolate with hot milk, and you guessed it, motherfucking espresso. So the customer was fucking wrong. Uh, I tried to be civil at first, and I said, "Actually, sir, what you do want is a mocha." To which he replies, "No, no, 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 no! I don't like mochas, okay?" I just want a hot chocolate, but with espresso. My manager comes over and he goes, "Dude, maybe, maybe let's just let this one go." And I said, "Nope, I'm going to take this way too far." <laughs> and the guy's like, "Dude, he goes, I don't get the deal, right, man? I just want a hot chocolate but with espresso." And I said, "Well, I want you to die. <laughs> so we're not all going to get what we want today, sir." And I'm sorry, it, it wasn't. I, I didn't want this guy to die. Um, it's just that I wanted him to be murdered in the worst way possible. (laughs) Because my hope is that when this guy dies and he gets up to heaven, the one question that he has to answer to get in the pearly gates is what is the difference between a hot chocolate and a fucking mocha? (laughs) So when they sell his ass down to hell, his personal return to hell is gonna be an endless Starbucks training course because he wanted a fucking mocha.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I like you, Jake. Yeah. I like his look. I like his anger. So we have a problem right now. We have nine. We have 16 no's. And right now it looks like we have on the yes thing. We've got 1, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Oh, I lost place. Ugh. 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, oh, 34, Lord. 35, 30. Okay, so right now there's... Like 40 yeses, so that has to be nailed down. There's only 16 no's, but there's still a lot to go through. There's still over 20 of them to go through. And it's open until the 16th. Whew, I'm to have to weed my way through all this. It's crazy. It's crazy. Thank you. Stop being good. Yeah, people, stop being yeah. good. Especially the people from far away. Actually, especially the people from in town. It's making it really tough. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be different in that... I'm this last year I only let in town people be hosts. Mm-hmm. And this year I'm gonna have people from in town be hosts, but then also if they're like stellar exemplary enough, they can actually be in the festival in the festival and then they get three shows with ten minutes each, ten to twelve instead of Ooh. And I was hanging out at Emperor Norton's last night. Have you ever been to Emperor Norton's? I have not. It's um it's the Benderloin. It's um Uh, Emperor Norton's Boozland is owned by the same guys that own Bender's, which is my favorite bar of all time It used to be Deco, so it used to be this gay place And there's this really great upstairs area and I was talking to one of their bartenders yesterday and I was saying Oh, you know i tried to get Bender's to support the meet me radio comedy festival and they're like they don't really like comedy there She's like oh my god Pam here Upstairs, so I was like oh shit we can have a party up there. We can do an extra show up there. We can have like a special show, show at Emperor Norton's Bootland. I'm going to send them an email, see if they want to be um, what's it called uh, sponsors. Uh, Asiento has assuaged, uh, has already agreed to do it for the second year in a row. So I'm super excited about that. Also, Subliminal SF. So. Trying to get it together, but we're going to have to slog through this bullshit. Hey, I'm not here next week. You're welcome to come do something by yourself if you want. Yes, I think I
1: will have a Latoya Sheriff of Truth take over.
0: Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Indeed. Uh, It'll be, you guys are in for a treat next week. Uh, I come back next Wednesday, but my plane doesn't land until like 5, I think it leaves 5.25 p.m. from New York. So it gets in here at like 10 o'clock or something something like that or 8 o'clock or some weird time taking the red eye well coming back I'm just like gonna be it's gonna be a long day but whatever Uh, but I can still I'll be here on Thursday to work uh, and do comedy and whatever Friday the 16th is another hell hat show so that's gonna be a lot of fun and uh, good times great times so yeah I'm really sorry about our absolutely awful news today uh, thanks to the um (laughs) San Francisco, uh, I mean, the drug Policy with um, Trump supporting the Philippines yeah. dictator. He, he likes murder. Loves murder. Sexy. Sexy. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. I We're agree. so scared. Everybody, please sign the uh, Credo petition. The petition. It's all over the Facebooks right now. I just um, spread it around. So even my brother uh, signed it. So that was weird. It's so funny. So I, I I posted the other day on the Facebook. that like, oh, I'm a small business owner. I, I put all my name on the Mutiny Radio stuff. So I haven't paid taxes in nine years. But now I sort of own Mutiny Radio. So I'm going to have to get back on the grid. Whatever. So like 199 people said, hey, that's great and everything. But not my family. None of them checked it out or liked it or gave a shit about anything that I do ever. So I just thought that was funny. But then I post on his page about, you know fight Trump and he's like done I'm like yeah really and then I'm like have fun at Christmas with my I haven't talked to my family in five years because five years ago at Christmas um, everyone had Christmas up in Seattle and they didn't invite me everyone was there except me but they didn't even invite me and I found out about it on Facebook and I was like you guys hurts suck. The yeah I was like I divorce you I'm done and then I haven't talked to my mom since I don't I haven't talked to my brother I was even up in Seattle twice now for comedy and uh, he had the opportunity to come see me twice Chose not to. So I'm like, you know what? It's been five years. Fuck you guys, honestly. Like, they're not interested in anything I'm doing. I'm like, really? Really? The thing that sucks is on, it. Not that, that Not that anyone in, in San Francisco gives a fuck about my comedy Or that I have any illusions that I'm ever going to be Quote unquote famous But even my own family finds me annoying Like you would think that I would have killed myself by now, right? Dude. Like Dude. <laughs> Even my own family doesn't want to listen to my hey, shtick someone give her a call Yeah, no uh, it, It's okay I mean, I'm just, you know It's I'm okay, gonna, I'm not talking to my mom right now either so right, right, right yeah. No, no, it's fine yeah. It's like Parents are weird <laughs> I'll talk, I ain't Did you say about, you're talking about I'm <laughs> I, I talking about You stupid. stupid. <laughs> that that you means funny. funny. Uh, we learned a lot today. Bridging yes. the gap. But uh yeah, my they also my family every summer they rent a house on some Orca Islands, these beautiful islands, and they all go on vacation and they've never invited me and then my sister in law or my brother's wife's my sister-in-law's sister. She was like, "Well, you should go with us. They have two kids. You should just be the nanny." And I'm like, "Oh, so I'm okay to bring on the vacation You're as the help. help, but not as like a bona fide member of the family where everyone else gets to stay for free?" Like, now you know what it's like to be a nigga. I'm like, really? <laughs> "Yeah, how am I the black sheep here?" I'm You're like, "Definitely the, the black sheep." I'm order. the I'm a black. I'm the I'm the black sheep. I don't get it. I'm like, "Oh, yeah, okay, whatever." You can be he the help. Yeah, you can be the help. We'll you know, you the scraps. Uh, yeah, right. I'll I'll cook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is yes, sir. Yeah, I cook for you. I make <laughs> I open some of those oysters for your rich folks. Yes, mm, crazy times. Uh, so yeah, come next week and um, text me if you have any questions. So I'm just gonna be out in New. Jersey. I will the day before. But yeah, absolutely. Uh, we can discuss it. And thank you guys for joining us here yeah. today. Um, and uh, stay tuned. Coming up next is some call me Tim with special guest Kami uh, pinko, liberal, Zarina Sabrinsky. I won't say that, actually. <laughs> but she is really, she's a, she's an ex-Russian. She's still Russian, but she lived in Russia. So it should be really interesting. She's very outspoken um, politically. And uh, she's a great writer. She's written a couple books that have been published. A lot of her poetry gets published. Recently, when Pussy Riot came to San Francisco to the Warfield, she actually... Um, was the host of the event at the Warfield. That's dope. Yeah, it was super dope. So she's up next and Some Call Me Tim. Also, Pervert Fervert will be here. Beepity boopin', the ones and twos for me's and you's. Meegity moogs. Latoya will see you guys next week. Next week. On the Altacast. Bye.
2: Bye.
14: Medicinal extracts!
16: Cannabis-based medicinal extracts?
14: That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed! No, baby!
7: There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternative to smoking. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby! Good!
15: you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship I ain't scurvy shit-faced (laughs) McRat.
7: Hey, you.
5: Who, me?
7: Yeah, you. You look
17: like the kind of person who has a sense of humor.
1: Oh, uh, is the
10: radio talking to me?
17: No, I'm on an internet podcast.
10: I'm talking to an internet podcast.
7: Don't be silly. It's a one-way form of communication. But I don't want you to miss out on the Mutiny
17: Radio Comedy Festival 2016 from March 2nd through 6th. And you don't have to. You can buy tickets now on universe.com. With 24 national and international visiting comedians and 20 local hosts, you won't want to miss a thing.
7: Hey folks. You got the flat black plastic on Mutiny Radio .fm
14: Gentlemen, for your entertainment, we are very pleased to present a very fine and popular young comedian from the West Coast for a very welcome return engagement at the Bonsoir. We're happy to present Miss Phyllis Diller.
11: <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm just so delighted.